You're listening to the Sportsman's Empire Podcast Network brought to you by Full Sneak Gear. Check out their entire lineup at fullsneakgear.com. Also be sure to check out our entire stable of podcasts at sportsmansempire.com. New from Moultrie Mobile, the Feed Hub offers first-of-its-kind cellular connection and control for nearly any spin cast feeder on the market. When used with the Moultrie Mobile app, you can monitor feed and battery levels, run feeders on demand, receive alerts when feeders are clogged, and remotely adjust feeding times. The Feed Hub is ideal for anyone who maintains feeders. Remove the guesswork and save time by planning feeder maintenance before you drive to your hunting property. For more information, visit MoultrieMobile.com. This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. Welcome to the Southern Ground Hunting Podcast. I'm your host, Parker McDonald, and this is episode number 34. Now today is a fun episode because we have the whole crew over at my house recording this podcast, plus my dad joins us on the show. We're recapping our turkey season as well as Tyler's recent trip to West Virginia where he killed his first ever turkey. Hope you guys enjoy the show. Thank you guys so much for listening to this week's episode of the Southern Ground Hunting Podcast. As I said, this is episode number 34, and uh, I just want to say I really appreciate each and every one of you who listens to this. You've listened to us 34 times, and I hope you will continue listening to us. We had a really fun episode this week. Um, my parents are visiting. My dad came down, and we're tur- doing a little bit of turkey hunting and uh, uh, having a good time and, and just hanging out. We're about to move houses, which is awesome, and so... Uh, we spent uh, a little bit of time packing and, and doing all that stuff. So uh, my parents were in town. Dad got to sit in on this podcast. Also, Michael Pike and Tyler Malone uh, came over to the house, and uh, we, all, we all sat down and talked about turkey hunting for a little bit. Now, um, going into this season, I was really the only one of us that, that really turkey hunted. Tyler had never really done it. Michael wasn't real into it. And my dad doesn't have a whole lot of turkeys in East Texas where he's at, so he's not into it either. Um, but, uh, it's kind of cool because Tyler just caught the bug this year. He, uh, he really started enjoying the turkey hunt. He went with some people who, who, uh, are are really good at it. Got to watch several turkeys die already. Um, we're right here sitting at, uh, what day is it today? Today is Thursday. Turkey season ends on Tuesday. So we have a little less than a week left. Um, but Tyler actually took a trip to visit some of our buddies, uh, Jared Schaefer, who has been on the show as a guest and, uh, our other buddy, Grant Lemon, who, uh, they both make up, uh, Hunt Appalachia is their YouTube channel and, uh, awesome dudes, awesome outdoorsmen. They're great hunters and Tyler. So Tyler got to hook up with those guys and go to West Virginia and, uh, hunt some of their properties and was able to take his first ever turkey and uh, I think it was everything that I told him it would be. He, you know, he put in a lot of a lot of work 
uh, this year in uh, in Alabama. And if you're if you're a turkey hunter in the South, in Alabama, Mississippi, Georgia, um, some parts of Tennessee, Tennessee has a pretty good turkey population. Florida, um, it's just it's just different. It's tough. Um, I know across the country, turkeys don't really get the respect that they get out here because more times than not, you're going to get beat by the turkeys out here. And so Tyler put in a lot of time hunting public land, um, had a couple opportunities, uh, but really got to go and experience turkey hunting in its fullest in West Virginia with those guys. And so we're going to talk about that in this episode. And uh, so I don't want to ruin that for anybody. Just know it's a really fun episode. We cut up a lot. We laughed a lot. Um, we talked about our celebrity crushes, which is kind of weird, but uh, but nonetheless, it happened. Um, and then we talked a lot about turkey hunt. So it's overall very good episode. I know you guys are going to like it. Before we get into the episode, as always, I want to give a huge thank you to our partners at Onyx Maps, at New Breed Archery, at Go Wild, and at Tethered. I can tell you 100% we believe in everything that these companies are doing. Now, as a lot of you know, maybe this is your first time listening. But if it is not, um, if, if well, I just got tongue-tied a little bit, but if this is your first time listening, you may not know this, but if you are in the market for a new bow or you think you will be soon, I encourage you guys big time, check out New Breed Archery. Now, here in Alabama where I live in Coleman, they're just right down the road in Gardendale, and, uh, and so we're able to, to have a great relationship with their with, with Kyle Knoll, their, their CEO, and, and their builders. And, uh, man, I'm telling you, we've got to visit that shop. It is so cool. They pay so much attention to detail in every single bow that they make. Um, if you do not already know this, you can receive $50 off the purchase of your bow through Southern Ground. All you have to do is at checkout, type in on, on the code, type in all lowercase, all, all one word, all lowercase, Southern Ground, and uh, and you'll receive $50 off of your bow. So, um, yeah, pretty cool stuff. Um, let's see what else. Go Wild, I talk about it a lot. I love this application. Check out Go Wild. If you're not a member already, go and sign up on your, um, your smart device, on your iPhone, Android. You can get it wherever you buy your apps at. It is free, a free app. You can check out all of the cool content coming from people all over the United States of America, even some international stuff on there. Here's a cool thing, though. Go Wild is the fastest-growing outdoor application out there. So you can you can get on there knowing that what you see today is going to be different tomorrow because there are so many people on there right now, and it is growing rapidly. Um, it, I just really encourage you guys to do that. They also do giveaways all the time. They give away bows. They give away hunting trips. They give away uh, watches. Like they give away all kinds of really cool stuff that is beneficial to outdoorsmen everywhere. So go and check out Go Wild. We love what they do. Um, it continues to grow. It continues to get better. Thank you guys. Will really like it if you will get it. So that is going to be it. Hope you guys enjoy this episode. Like I said, um, <laughs> we don't take a lot of it very seriously, but there are some some points in the show that are very good, very helpful. Um, and I hope you guys learned something from it. So, yep, that's going to be it. Hope you guys enjoy it. Jessica Beale. There it is. Jessica Beale. Jessica Beale. Show me a picture. No, no, you got her on Snapchat. Jessica Beale. Got her on Snapchat. Jessica Beale. Tyler, stop touching your mic. 
Oh, she's another one. Look at that. Mm. <laughs> I know what Jessica no, Bill looks like. Yeah, I do. She's seven, no, you seven, seventh heaven. Yes. Seventh heaven. Yes, Odie, but Not Goldie. family. Yeah, I don't work. You meant, you meant friends. <laughs> Is that what you meant? No, I meant family. It's yeah. an old show back in the 70s. God, Jessica, she, she's better than Jessica Alba. Uh, don't you know say that, nothing you're going to regret. This is going alive for no, the world to see, Tyler. Tears. My wife don't listen to this. So. <laughs> so. Mine does. I better be quiet. <laughs> <laughs> you, better, you better erase that stuff, too. Well, <laughs> we're still on mic check. Mic check. No, we're we're recording right oh, now. Two minutes we're, in. we're live for the... Good luck on your marriage. <laughs> Pastor. <laughs> Reverend. Oh, Lord so... So, uh... We were trying to figure out who this actress was that we were talking about. So we that's kind of all the Jessicas. All the Jessicas we could think of. That's, the best one was last. <laughs> I got to agree with you on that one. Yeah. I was so, just trying to say who was in a movie. If, if don't twitch your story now. <laughs> if, you, if your marriage is anything like mine and Hallie's, well, you're allowed to have you're allowed to have one. One freebie. We don't call it that. We don't call it a freebie. We call it. We. we I mean. So mine's gone back and forth though between Scarlett Johansson, and but right now y'all gonna think I'm crazy. But Lady Gaga is making her way. <laughs> You're just talking about Jennifer Garner looking like a man, I and you think Lady oh, Gaga. I think Lady Doesn't Gaga doesn't look like a man. This ain't gonna lie. No. Cardi, oh, Cardi B. <laughs> right now, I, oh Michael, don't lie. Listen, Cardi stuff, B. stuff she's been posting on we Snapchat. We started out up here, guys, and we're all the way rock bottom right now. <laughs> I don't understand what I see on Snap. So. <laughs> we don't look at the same things on Snapchat. There ain't no way. Or, or YouTube. <laughs> or or YouTube. Oh, take the mosquitoes away anyway. So uh, so we're here with Olivia uh, Newton John. Olivia, oh. no, to show your age. Oh, yeah, that's good that though, is. right? Is that like a Reba McIntyre? Somewhere <laughs> same age, same age. You don't age? know Olivia Newton John? No, she's Pull. from Greece. Hmm. I don't know. She's Sandy. Uh. Uh-uh. Really? Sandy. How are you like 18, 19? Well, he's not I far from me. Are you like twenty three or twenty four? Twenty five. Twenty five. I don't know who she is for real. Oh, well, pretty good. Anyway, well, this is supposed to be a hunting podcast, and well, we've, uh, we've turned it into a dang E channel. <laughs> TMZ. <laughs> yeah, mine's definitely going to be Carrie Underwood. For oh, sure. Definitely. You just wanted to start over just yeah, so I we just, could. Can we, can we have five? I never named mine. Can so we have five? I, I was doing one. <laughs> five. <laughs> you just keep popping out good ones. Adrian Barbeau. Mm. Ooh. Adriana Lima. There's another good one. I'm still stuck on Tyler's Cardi B. Listen, <laughs> she's got stuff. I'm she's... stuck on yours, uh, Lady yeah, Gaga. Yeah. Oh, uh, holy cow! Yeah. I've got some stuff right now. I mean, but Cardi Listen. B's pumping out some good stuff. Are we talking about just music or looks? <laughs> oh, looks. You seen what what's the got? thing that Cardi B does? She goes. Trrr. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. I uh, yeah. I watched her on. Uh, what was TMZ? that? My monster. Oh. Oh, that was that. <laughs> Michael got <a> four locos <laughs> with with two uh, pastors here tonight. Lord be with us. <laughs> Tyler don't even know how to talk Christian. No, <laughs> he don't even know how to be fake Christian. I did too. You didn't hear what I said? Lord be with us. <laughs> okay, well. Okay, let's let's get back on the American Idol. What year did you try out? 
Uh, what year? Two thousand and eight. Oh, you tried out. Was he that was Ruben? David Archuleta and David Cook. He was the season after that. Yeah. How far did you make it? Not far. Not far. <laughs> he got the walk of shame. Uh, see, that's the thing. Like my parents are proud of me and stuff, but I didn't do. I didn't even make it to where the crappy people are at on American Idol. I wouldn't be telling nobody then. Well, that's why I don't tell anybody. But I know your dad's here. He wants you to feel, uh, you know what I mean? feel good about it. Feel valued. Him. But, hey, he was one of the top three in Oh, in David Texas. Cook. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> How did he win? Archuleta should have won that year. Mm, he went really good. Anyways, let's get – can we come back to, to hunting? Like, can we talk sure, about hunting man. stuff? Yeah, All that good stuff. So, uh, <laughs> so it, we're in the middle of turkey season right now, and we got two guys here that don't really turkey hunt much. Nope. This time last year, it would have been three guys here that yeah. didn't turkey hunt much. I wouldn't really. But uh, Tyler got the got the bug, and uh, just went on a big trip to where'd you go? West Virginia. To West Virginia. Home of the Mountaineers. Mountain Mama. Yeah, Mountaineers. Mountain Mama. Well, you can't say West Virginia without saying Mountain Mama afterwards. Why is that? John Denver, you ever heard of really? him? Oh, that's a good song. West Virginia, oh, yeah, that's a good song. mama. Yeah. I, I didn't know that song until I got, Take up, me I got up there in the back roads. Look, that's back roads, isn't it? Country, country roads. Country, country back country roads. roads. Country roads, yeah. Country road, take me home. Yep. Come on, sing it. I didn't know that song until to I got the up there. place where I belong. West, West Virginia. Virginia. Come on. Go Mountaineers. <laughs> <laughs> Anyway, Tyler got to take a fun trip to uh, West Virginia, had a little bit of success, and we're going to talk about it today in this podcast, but let's do a little intro with uh, the other guys who's here. We'll start with you. Well, I just walked up. I don't know what y'all been talking about. <laughs> Definitely not <laughs> women that aren't our wives. Jessica Beal. I don't know who that is, who's, but who's uh, that? <laughs> I'm Parker's dad. It's good to be on the show again. Thank you for having me. What is your name? Randall McDonald. <laughs> awesome. So, uh, my mom and dad came into town yesterday, and we're hanging out, hanging out at the house. and Getting to see that grandbaby. Yep. Actually, we're hanging out outside of the house because, well, that's the only place to record right now. Um, all right. Michael Pike. Mike Pike's here. Y'all know Michael. He needs no yep. introduction. Uh, Tyler Malone, turkey Ty- killer. Turkey kid, Jake. <laughs> well, Jake, Jake, turkey slayer. slayer. You want, I'm, I'm, I'm on the board. So <laughs> that's all that matters. It feels good. Off the schneid. And, uh, of course, I'm here, Parker. And, um, man, I got to tell you guys, turkey season's been just kicking my butt hard. Mm. I had a pretty close encounter last yesterday morning into the afternoon i stayed about like 30 probably if a safe bet would be i stayed about 40 yards for three hours from a a bird in the woods a woods bird not a field bird a woods bird and did not get to pull the trigger on him and uh i started chasing what time did i text you tyler about nine o'clock when i was trying to decide if i wanted to go after him or not because i knew it was about to (laughs) i was about to be humping over some hills yeah it was about 9 o'clock, and I chased that bird until 1.30, I think, if you count. Really, I chased him until 4, but uh, when I finally just gave up on him, it was about 1.30, 1 o'clock, somewhere mm-hmm. around there. He was gobbling like crazy all morning to everything and never 
I never once thought that I was going to not kill him. I thought he was dead. But it didn't happen. And uh, that's kind of been, other than the one bird I killed, that's kind of been the story of my season. You've been out a couple times, haven't you, Mike? Filming for everybody. I haven't been hunting. Yeah. You feel me miss a woodchuck? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That was hilarious. You haven't seen the footage on that either, have you? Uh-huh. I've got yeah, Hunter sent it to me today. He sent me Because I filmed his. it too. He sent me the video uh, where you're like talking to Siri. So we, we go out and we're on public land. Uh, it's, a, it's where I missed the turkey at at the beginning of the season. So there's all those fields and stuff in there. And uh, we go out there, me and Mike and our buddy uh, Hunter Lindsay, who also killed his first turkey yesterday in yep. Kentucky. Congratulations, so congratulations. Oh, first ever. First ever. First ever. First ever. He's been hunting them hard, too. He's like a professional photographer, uh, photographer and videographer. He does. He's done some uh, some filming for Hank Parker uh, for, what's the other one, Back Backwoods Life or something like that? I'm not sure. Backwoods, something, Life in the Backwoods or something like that. Anyway, look him up, Hunter Lindsay 96 I think is his name on Instagram. Pretty cool dude. Um, got a lot, of, a lot of cool content on his channel. But anyway, so I underestimated, first off, me and Hunter decided we were going to go out and, and go turkey hunt. I was like, sweet, dude, we'll take, we'll take the new canoe. You can fit two people in that. I got the motor on it. No problem. And then Michael texted me. And he was like, Hunter Lindsay 93 on Instagram. Uh, Michael texted me and was like, hey, man, what are you doing tomorrow? Let's go turkey hunt. I was like, well, me and Hunter are going, but. Oh, ho, ho. Was this the one that got, he got pulled behind in the yeah, banana I'm about to, boat? Yeah, I'm, I'm about to tell okay, the story. Okay, go ahead. I'm sorry. <laughs> so. It's a good story. So. Hope it's good to be uh, I was like, it's no problem, though. We'll just tow, we'll tow the, the little kayak uh, behind us, and you can ride in that. We'll just tie a rope to it. I got the motor. We don't have to go that far. Me and Hunter will get in the new canoe, and we'll be good to go. Okay, cool. So Michael comes here, gets here early in the morning, and we we head out and leave. Well, Hunter gets out of his forerunner at the boat ramp, and this this I mean he's a big old boy. He's about yeah. six foot. What do you say, six three, six four? He's he's tall and broad shouldered. I mean he's you know like your country <laughs> yeah. boy. He's yeah, a he's, he's a lineman. Boy. He's yeah. a lineman for sure. And uh, and I underestimated it. Because I, I never met him in person. All I'd seen him is on Facebook and stuff. And uh, I guess you can't tell how tall somebody is. And so he gets out, and I was like, huh, this is going to be interesting. <laughs> so we and it loved, was interesting, it for was sure. Interesting. Well, so it, was interesting. Was the weight limit? Uh... 650 on the boat. It's 650. Okay, so y'all was so, good? So, yeah. Yeah, they were good as far as the weight limit. Just but rocking? Trying to balance. Trying to balance while having the motor going and... <laughs> Hunter's trying to hold the rope, the tow rope for Michael. And mind you, we we have like what six cameras. Six and all, cameras probably. all. I mean, we uh, have yeah. camera gear worth of stuff. We, oh, easily between all three of us, oh, we yeah. had tons of camera gear. Yeah, it was it was bad, and so we get we get going, and man, I mean, it was a it was a cluster trying to get like just away from the boat ramp, and so it was well into daylight by the time we got there to the spot. Ended up not hearing any birds gobbling. They were it was so we just pretty much just acted like a bunch of fools the whole time. Yeah. So we go through this field. We hunt in this field for a little bit. Call some. Don't see any birds. Anyway, we go into the woods a little bit to check out the property line, and then we come back through this field. And we get about halfway through the field, and I look over. I was like, Hey guys, is that the same spot that y'all were seeing? Uh, that y'all were seeing earlier. 
And Hunter goes, that's a turkey. And so we like book it to the tree line because it starts moving. And we see two of them moving. And there's probably what, 300 yards off? Yeah, it was a long ways. It was a long ways down there. And we were like, oh, we got to get it. So we we go over there. We're like, should we put out the decoys? Like we're bear crawling, trying to get set up and start calling. Michael gets the camera up. And at one point, I was like, oh, dude, look at that. He's in full strut. Like, I was so sure. (laughs) Was it a hen? Listen, wait. Okay, hold on. Wait for it. Sorry. Um, So we we get to a certain point, and Michael's like, that's not a turkey. Yes, it is. It's totally a turkey. We're we're positive it's a turkey. Mm -mm. And I look at the camera. I'm like, I think that's a groundhog. (laughs) (laughs) He's up on both legs, on his full back strut. legs. <laughs> he's a full strut groundhog, I'll tell you that. He's on his on his back legs, and, and we're then, like... And then somebody asks, are there groundhogs in Alabama? <laughs> yeah. And then somebody said something about a woodchuck. So then I asked Siri, once you headed off, I was like, hey, Siri. I was like, are there groundhogs in Alabama or something like that? Anyways, she come up with this off the wall. You just need to ask Siri... What? How much wood would a woodchuck chuck yeah, if a woodchuck could chuck wood? Oh, yeah, I forgot. I did say that. Yeah, that's the video that's, that that's, Hunter sent yeah, me. Yeah, that's what I asked Siri, and she came back with, like, like... It depends if it's African wood or something else. No, like, the first time, she was talking about... Uh, I don't even know. You're just going to have... <laughs> do we have a phone? You need to ask Siri for real, because it is hilarious. No Hold on. I, I, if you'll give me... If, if the listeners will give me a second... Uh, he sent it to me today. I don't have no Here we go. Hey Siri, how much could a woodchuck chuck? Since a woodchuck is really a groundhog, the correct question would be how many pounds could a groundhog chuck? Since it's really a groundhog, you idiots. Did y'all see the question? I'm sorry, can you repeat that, Siri? Siri, can you repeat that? Hey Siri, how, mu- on, how much boy. wood could a woodchuck chuck if a woodchuck could chuck wood? It depends on whether you are talking about African or European wood. <laughs> Siri, yes, how much good. wood could a woodchuck chuck if a woodchuck could chuck wood? <laughs> You want to say it? You're freaking kill this groundhog. I'm gonna shoot him in the face. Hey Siri, <laughs> how much wood can a woodchuck chuck? I think you just need to give up on this joke. Chuck as much wood as a woodchuck would chuck if a woodchuck could chuck wood. But if a woodchuck could chuck woodchucks, chucking wood, then a woodchuck could chuck woodchucking woodchucks. <laughs> really and then I left to go shoot the groundhog <laughs> in the face. Anyway, I somehow we got on that, but we went out. And I was like, guys, I'm about to go shoot this stupid groundhog. I'm not going to come out here, get fooled by this groundhog, and then not shoot it. So I ended up going over there and, like, belly crawling. And I almost belly crawled over a snake. That was kind of scary. Yeah, I saw that it, was just a, it was just a racer. It wasn't anything. Right. It wasn't anything, but it was, it was scary. I saw one of those yesterday, too. Um, and I get up to it, and I, I mean, I had, it was hot in this wide open field belly crawling and i get up to it and i dang miss it i miss the groundhog and <laughs> had to walk back <laughs> that was so that was was that your last turkey hunt yeah yeah 
Pretty so it was, it was fun. If you're not hooked on turkey hunting after that, I don't know what's going to get you there. Yeah. <laughs> so that, the last time you, what were you going? I say? was going to ask you a question. Do you speaking of that snake that you almost crawled over? Do you remember when we were hunting in Big Lake and you were shooting a turkey? You had just shot a turkey and you climbed out of that stand. And what was at the bottom of that stand? You was going to pick up a rope, right? A big rattlesnake. How long was that snake? He was like five. Five, over five feet. Five and a half foot. And how many buttons did it have? Like 16. About 15. You got 15 or 16 buttons. That was a huge snake. Yeah. So, I mean, that was probably this the last Rios. Yeah. Yeah. That was probably the last Rios I ever shot. And I was maybe a junior in high school or so. Yeah. And I shot two birds. So I shot one, one evening. The first evening we got there, I shot a bird. And I was running to a blind that was over there because I was going to try to find something to put my tag on it with and I'm running to it and I run over a rattlesnake like I like hopped over this rattlesnake and I had left my gun where I had shot the bird at so I went back and got it and shot this rattlesnake and walked to the truck where you were at and I had a rattlesnake and a turkey the next day uh, I get out I was going I got out of this tripod for whatever reason and uh, and I got out and walked like five feet and this huge rattlesnake struck at me and it missed um so i like i left i left my gun again so i had to like i was like shaking like a little girl i shot this snake and then shot a a jake right after that and uh walked back to the truck with a rattlesnake and a turkey what i what i remember most is you getting out and said dad if you could have heard me i screamed like a little girl when that (laughs) thing struck at me (laughs) Those things ain't no joke, man. No Those joke. are rattlesnakes. Yeah. Those diamondbacks are rough. Um, so when when was the last time, Dad, that you went turkey hunting? Was it when we came when we were here at that club I was on? Yes, yes, that was the last time we went. We we called in that bird and and, and ruined it. And just got within moments of getting that bird. Yeah. We called it. We worked this bird for a good hour and a half. Yeah. We were sitting in a blind over a in a ground blind over a field, and. It was late in the morning whenever he first fired up, and we called him from a long ways in. He ended up hitting the least road and was walking to us, and my last move, I was going to go up over this hill. We were both going to go up over this hill so we could kind of see down down the road, and right when we crested that hill, he was at the bottom, and he putted off. That was a good hunt. That was fun. That, that was, was a good hunt. Great memorable hunt. That was, good. that was almost perfect. So, Tyler? Mm. What was the last turkey hunt you went on? I want to uh, hear about West Virginia. I went Sunday. Oh, did you go Sunday? Yeah, I went early that morning. We had a little, okay. we had a get together that around twelve, so I thought well, I could get one in. Yeah, while well, everybody uh, else was at church. I know. Uh, <laughs> and I seen two. Uh, maybe I think it's for sure two hens, maybe three hens, but other than that, they weren't talking. I got their leg too. I might have one reason, but they weren't gobbling at all. No, none, none. Now, were you in that honey hole spot that we we're not going to mention where it's at? No. uh... I went to another spot on the National Forest and a new spot. The spot I was trying to get to was uh, the same spot me and Kevin, my buddy, he killed one two weeks ago in, and somebody was already there from South Carolina. Oh, really? Yeah. So, so, so interesting spot. story about that spot. We can talk about that because they didn't give it away. In the Hunting Public's Alabama videos, right? Yeah. The Hunting Public's yeah. Alabama videos. Yeah. You'll hear, uh, I think it was their last video. I think it was like six, six, six or seventh day they was there. Yeah, they they there's a guy that they that's in the spot that they've been hunting, 
and was it Jack, was it Zach? I think was it, it was yeah, Zach. Zach and Jake. I think pulled yeah, up late. They pulled up late, at like five forty-five. And Tyler's buddy Kevin was already sitting in the spot, and and uh, and they've been hunting. They've been on a bird in that area for oh, two days. Like, two days. That's where, they, that's where they were finding birds at. Well, this also his buddy. So in the video. Uh, the guy said, "I know way, who this, you are." This guy ain't, ain't rude at all, but he came on. He, he came across rude. That no, he wasn't being rude. Well, I mean, some people might say, you know, because you go ahead and explain. You explain it better. No, he wasn't being rude. They said, uh, "He said, he said, I, I know who you guys are. I guess I beat you to your spot, didn't I?" <laughs> <laughs> and they're like, "Yeah, should we go to a different spot?" And he said, "Yeah, you probably should." <laughs> I, that might come off wrong. No, man, they'd no. have done the same thing. Oh, Everybody would have done that. Uh, yeah. Who would? Everybody would have done that. I thought that was funny as heck. Uh, that, that's that's uh that's crazy that happened. And though. so and so the the next video we post on YouTube is in the spot. Yeah, is in that same area. Well, yeah, it's uh, we didn't make it that far back because we we got a bird struck up. He uh, we're just walking down the logging road and he, Kevin Al hooted and he just somewhere we wouldn't expecting the bird to be, but. In the past, they've always been maybe you know one might be there. Mm-hmm. It's a long, it's on the way to the spot where Kevin was hunting that day. Yeah, and uh, so you, it ain't at the exact spot, but it's, it's, it's pretty close. close. It's it, in that it's, area. It's within another half a mile deeper. So you've so you've now seen three birds die this year. Yeah. You've watched three birds die. Film three birds. Film film three wow. birds die, uh, and that was your first one. Yeah, right. First. And, and so that that video. Uh, I got on a bird that same day. You called me and said, um, "Hey, we got a we got a bird dead on camera. I got it on oh. film. We're good to go." And I was actually hiking up. And actually, the crazy thing was when you called me, I was hiking up a ridge, and I was standing. Di- I mean, it was like ten o'clock in the in the morning. I was standing directly underneath a bird, and I had no idea because I mean, it was so late. I didn't know that they'd still be roosting up there. But I ended up calling the, that bird and several hens in, and I just I, he came in from behind me. I didn't know he was there, but yeah, I tried um, to call you early that morning. Like we shot that bird like at six eighteen, six twenty, and uh, I had no service in the national forest, so we I had to wait, and I was itching to call somebody and tell them <laughs> yeah, I got it on film. But the way, yeah, it was a it was a pretty good hunt. Yeah, it was pretty cool. So that's gonna be our next video. It's on YouTube. You're just getting me the footage today. Yeah, of all your different hunts. That'll be our next one. And then we've got your West Virginia trip. Yeah, we got two kills up there. Which was which I've seen one of them. Yeah. Um, so talk about your trip, man. Uh, yeah, that's pretty fun. We met uh, Mim Parker. We met Grant and Jared at Sadapalooza back to what? what, what, what was it was in that? February. February. Yeah, and, and Grant and Jared, they're uh, they're from Hunt Appalachia. Uh, Hunt Appalachia. Have, what is uh And Jared is flinging arrows. Flinging arrows, yeah. And uh, we we uh, hung out with them the last day. It rained or something. Yeah. Like we hung out with them and just bull out and uh <laughs> and uh, uh but uh we me and Parker was uh, talking about uh trying to do some uh, hunts with other people on YouTube and uh I said and then I think you're the one who mentioned Grant and Jared. I said, I just text them and say, Hey, y'all wanna turkey hunt? And Grant said, Yeah, come up so I plan to go to West Virginia and uh come on Parker, you got something? <laughs> You laughing? It's just funny. There's like no other world other than Tyler's world where you get like you, you're seriously like one of the luckiest people in the world because y'all weren't hunting public land. Y'all were hunting private land. A lot of it. Yeah, we hunted public <laughs> two days. Where 
where in where people I mean people don't just say hey yeah come and hunt my private land yeah <laughs> wait wait you're you're hunting private let me <coughs> hold on back up Michael for a minute uh, <laughs> private is okay for turkeys <laughs> not for deer don't get me started on you tonight I'm in a good mood but back back to the story. Uh, so I texted Grant. He said, "Yeah, I come up. We'll hunt. We'll hang out and stuff." And uh, he hunt with Jared some. But I went up on, I think it was Sunday. Yeah, you went up on Sunday. Yeah, Sunday morning. I drove up, which is nine hours from my house. And uh, I don't know if y'all know from the Saddle Palooza video, I struggle to drive <laughs> at night or in the early or, in the morning, any anytime, time. anytime. <laughs> so I went up and. Uh, Tyler has to have snacks. Yes. If he's got snacks, he's, he's good snacks. to go. Yeah. We, we have a baggie good. of Tyler snacks. Uh, it was rough. <laughs> I ate nine hours by myself, too. So, But I drove up Sunday. I got there uh, that evening sometime. And then uh, we had a cookout. Jared, his wife came. Grant, Jess, which is his wife, and a little girl, Elsie. We all just hung out. And, oh, Austin, uh, Jared's son, and... Uh, I hate to be put on the spot here. Snack pack. It was Jared's daughter too. I can't remember, remember her name. That's gonna put Jared, me on put me on the spot here. But but we had a cookout and stuff, and we kind of got a game plan what to do Monday morning, which is the opener. And uh, it was it was the best day of hunting up there the whole week, but it was the worst weather day. We was debating not even going because it was like 40 and 50 mile per hour gust. It was spitting snow, spitting sleet, raining. But we got on top of the hill, which is uh, the private land, which is behind uh, Grant's house. And uh, we walked all the way to the top. It's uh, I don't know what the elevation is up there. I'll have to look on Onyx, but it's it's steep. It, oh, I had to stop and catch my breath. It's, it's, it don't hold nothing down here. For what I mean, I know Parker Michael hunts pretty steep stuff. and Dad I, hunts some t- steep stuff. <laughs> in Flat Texas. ground. Well, I hunt some stuff in northern Alabama, and it's... It, it ain't nothing like down here, but we got the top of the ridge, and uh, it was just it was howling up there. I feel like it was sixty mile an hour gust on top of that ridge, and so we worked over the daylight hit, and uh, Grant said, "I don't know if they're even if we can even hear shit." Oh. <laughs> <laughs> what I couldn't hear. I don't know if we can hear anything <laughs> on, this, on, top, on top of this ridge. So he alhooded and. Tyler said, Lord. for everybody listening, Tyler said he was going to try not to cuss. I did. Today, because my dad's here. My dad's a pastor. But you don't have that same respect for me. I don't get it, but. Uh, <laughs> He's a pastor. He's youth. He's a youth. I'm not a youth. I'm not a youth. What are you? Like a, a music guy? I'm a worship pastor. Uh-huh. Oh, I, I thought, I don't know why. I'm sorry. I thought you was the music guy. Oh, the youth pastor. I thought you were youth. I don't know. I tell everybody to use the youth pastor. I don't know why. <laughs> it's easier. It is. I don't know. Because then you got to explain. They have yeah. pastors for music? Yeah, I didn't. I just let it go with that. Sometimes but. I just let people believe I'm a senior pastor and <laughs> move on. Sounds better, don't it? Yeah. Yes. <laughs> they think I make more money. Yeah. But I didn't mean to say a cuss word, but uh, it is what it is. But, <laughs> it's but, okay. Don't worry about but it. But Monday. Uh, Jessica Beal. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Several Jessicas. <laughs> but uh, the, Monday, uh, Grant said, I doubt we'll hear anything. So he owl hooted, and we had one hammering to the right, which is a down. Let me go ahead and explain the land situation. There's two guys who hunt Grant's land, 
and all Grant has is permission. And it's two guys who hunts it. And uh, the one guy, he usually hunts across the holler. On, on they kind of like split it up. Grant hunts one side of the holler, and the other guy hunts the other. Well, luckily the birds was on our side, and uh, they started hammering. And we were surprised to even hear them, but we uh, we made a move on them. We went and sat up, and uh, we got sat up, and Grant told me where to see it, and I didn't listen. I, I thought I could sit somewhere else, but <laughs> he said the birds were going to come right through here. There was three gobblers, three gobblers and one hen. The birds were going to come jump, on this log, jump over this log and come through the fence. But they did exactly what he said, and, and uh, I guess the landowner must have repaired the fence because they had like five strings of bob wire, and we think that's what caused the birds not to come come on through the fence and come to us but they just skirted the edge of the fence and kept hammering they just went on to the right side and uh we i was kind of pissed off about that because i had a shot and good footage too yeah it was grant did a good job on that uh but uh and you got so there's one picture that we shared on instagram it's a screen grab from from that footage where i mean it's just it looks perfect. You got a gobbler up on the log, full strut. full strut, and then there's another gobbler right underneath him. And then the, the first gobbler already came by. Okay, there, there was three gobblers, and Grant zoomed in just on perfect time when that when that uh, Tom hopped up on that log and went to full strut. You can see him going to full strut with the rain flopping off of him. It was, yeah, it was. They're sweet, and it's like it. I mean, it's it looks cool, and it it's only separated by like a little bit of brush. Yeah. And I'm like, yeah, pretty much would have taken that shot. Uh, How far I, was it? It was probably 35 yards. Oh. But it was from his angle. That's his angle. I mean, I could probably shot through that angle, but I was to the left, and I was I had to lean all the way over in the in my my chair, and I just I'd have been leaning all that brush. I just I regret it, but but uh, they they moved <laughs> they moved on up, and we had we went and set up on them again. They was probably 80 yards when we when they started gobbling again. This is all within 20 minutes. Did they ever bust y'all no, while you were there? No, no, they never bust us until I shot the Jake behind me. And then they, well, don't give that away yet. Well, you just <laughs> cut that out. But uh, we had them uh, fire back up about 80 yards down the ridge. And uh, there's a fence that we set up on on, on uh, Grant's side. And they got within 30 yards and just hammering every time Grant would call. And you saw all on audio. I mean, it's, it sounds good. And then 30 yards they got, and there's a big brush pile, and there's a big uh, private property field to the right. And we think they went into that private property field to strut. And uh, so about that time, he called again, they hammered, and then we heard a, a putt behind us. And Grant was to my left, behind my left shoulder, and uh, he turned around. He had a video camera in his hand. He said, there's a Jake if you want to shoot it. And uh, I said some chores, some cuss words. And uh, yeah, I'll, yeah, I'll shoot the Jake blank blank. And I, he said, "All right, now." So I spun around. Jake see me spun, spin, and he bounced up like maybe fifteen, twenty yards. And I let the I let the twelve gauge eat, son. It, it mm, long beard XR. They uh, it's a short beard XR that. Yeah, day. it was. I got my money's worth though. He uh, he flopped and. God, I was. You said some more cuss words. Yeah, and fell down going up the hill. Are we gonna have to put explicit next to this YouTube video? Yeah, it's pretty bad. It's, <laughs> I got tore up, and but that happened, and uh, I shot that probably seven thirty, maybe seven twenty. So we got down, got the bird, we got down. We walked to the bird. Oh, so y'all, so y'all were <laughs> shooting, shooting house. We was on the limb with the bird. 
But <laughs> yeah, y'all we, took your climbers we out. Did. Y'all are. We, uh, we could see a lot farther. <laughs> but, <laughs> we, <laughs> but uh, it's probably to, legal in West Virginia because you can shoot them with a rifle. You can kill them with a rifle. And I was, Virginia, I was debating on carrying it on the last day. <laughs> but. Did you take one? I did. <laughs> no, I didn't. Y'all chill out. He brought his AR. Uh, Creed 6.5. <laughs> Creed more. But I didn't, I, I didn't take it. Creed. No, no, don't get that going. So I didn't take the rifle, but we got the bird uh, back to the truck, and we took his little girl Elsie to school, well, daycare. And uh, it was still, it, the, the, the longer the day went, the worse the weather got. And we went back out. We went back to the top of the hill, same place. We went to the left side on the the cut through. I killed my bird on the right, and uh, we walked down just into the wood line, and Grant said, I'm going to call here, and he called, and there was three, just hammered again. Probably 30 yards, probably 50 yards from us when they hammered. We ran and sat up, and when they hammered, I just started going. I went this way, he went this way, and it, we got his little cluster, and I finally got back to him and set up, and, I thought it was going to come to his left, and they didn't. And they, I, his gun went down, and he swung his gun to the right, and I thought, well, he probably he probably sees something. So I spun the, the camera around his, behind his right shoulder, and I said, there he is. And there was, there was two that popped their heads up just above the crest of the ridge. And I said, there he is. He said, where? And he found it, and I zoomed in. And it wasn't real good footage. I mean, it was good footage, but it wasn't no long footage, you know. Footage. It looked good to me. Yeah, I mean, it was good, but, you know, you didn't have the bird come in, you know, yeah, 80 yards out. Yeah, you could out. see it. You oh, see yeah. it hit his head. And... and he smoked him. It rolled out. We thought he missed it at first because we seen a bird fly off, and I said some cuss words. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> you missed it. <laughs> and then he said, he said, he said, damn it, I did, didn't I? And then he, I said, I think so. And then he, that bird flew off, and then. What it was, the other got the other tom with him. It flew off, and uh, his bird just flopped down the hill, and he found it. And that's that was Monday, and uh, we could have, I could have tagged out Monday, but if you could kill two birds in one day, that's, oh, yeah. that's how good a day it was. But that was Monday, and that was the worst weather day, but the best hunting day. So, and then I hunted all the way through. I was supposed to leave Thursday, but I was it, we were struggling to see birds. But we seen them, but it was just two, three, four, five hundred yards away. They wouldn't. They wouldn't talk. They were just full strut. They were just strut back and forth. And uh, we struggled to get on them. But Tuesday, you got anything else before I finish? No, you're, no okay. you keep telling the story. Uh, Tuesday morning, it was, God, it was 30, 32 degrees, 31 degrees. And I about froze to death up on top of that top of that ridge. I didn't bring enough clothes. And, uh, you know, prime, no wind. You'd think the birds would be talking all, you know, they'd be just hammering by themselves. No owl hooting, but. We didn't hear none, no birds at all. But uh, I talked to Grant today, and he thinks that what's the, I forgot to tell y'all that Monday the other guy across the holler was hunting also. Okay. And uh, we think when we left to take his daughter to school, he shot a bird okay. while we was gone. We think that's what messed that property up for three days. It wasn't the two birds y'all killed. It was the one that. Well, say the the one across <laughs> across the because they usually roost on his side. Okay. And they just happened to be on our side that day. Maybe y'all just killed all the birds in there. No. Uh, <laughs> when I shot that Jake, they was in three gobblers that we was on. They ran off into the property field. So we don't think we boogered them up. Cause they we don't think they seen us. I like how you say private property field like y'all were hunting public land, but you well, were hunting private well, land. Well, could you say they ran off into the field? Ran off into the piece we couldn't hunt. <laughs> yeah, <That> better. <laughs> Sorry about that. 
I thought you were going to catch it, Mike, and give him a hard time on that. But I've been waiting on him to tune in. <laughs> no, no, I just wanted to let him know that I noticed he was hunting private. I know, just... Turkeys. Turkeys is harder than deer, Michael. But uh, <laughs> about where I was at, Tuesday. Uh, so Tuesday, we we went off, We went back up on top of the hill, didn't hear nothing. We saw we, uh, I was kind of pissed off because I was high expectations. I killed one the first day, and I thought... Well, Grant's gar me now, so we uh we took his daughter to school and we went to a piece of public, probably thirty minutes from his house, and we didn't, we didn't hear nothing. The place that he him and his buddy killed last year, it was just there was no sign in there this year. So that was pretty much day two, which is Tuesday. Then Wednesday, we uh I got mad and I said I'm not, I'm not leaving the private I'm not leaving behind your house again. So I. <laughs> <laughs> Not only did he only hunt private land, he he like, got mad. I mean, I got mad. Cursed, about... cursed the public land. Yes, yeah, it was bad. But but I mean, it, it, it wasn't Grant's fault. He he really, you know, he just took me back to where he killed and he had it last year. But that place was dead. There was hardly any scratching. But Wednesday, another good day. Yeah, I think it warmed up like seventy degrees that day. Low forty five. Another prime day, and we actually heard some birds gobbling this day, and. uh but they was across where this guy hunts, but another another ridge over into like a power line mm-hmm. easement, and they was on, on some property we couldn't hunt. But uh, the first gobble we heard was like eight o'clock, and they was probably a mile and a half away. And we we just we talked about it, and he didn't have to take his daughter his uh, daughter to school that day, so we made the hump over there, and uh, we got probably within 200 yards of them and we looked we glassed the field the power line and they was there was three toms out there strutting just full strut just back and forth back and forth and they would we call and they might gobble once every 20 calls and uh so they started walking towards us and what separated us from them was a big gully a big uh pasture um ditch and uh all of a sudden they started walking back up into the the brush and oh well, by that time we we already made a move on them. We went, we circled back around and got in the pasture and was working back up towards the the property line that we could hunt. Mm-hmm. And uh, we finally seen why they uh, moved back off in the brush. There was another tongue with a hen down in the gut in the ditch. We did, we had no clue that was there. That he didn't talk or nothing. And so we was sat, it the thing where y'all, if y'all would have known he was there, you could have yeah we, snuck up on him. Yeah, well, we could have snuck up while he was in that ditch, not yeah. even knowing we was there. But there's our neighbors. But uh, well, we had no idea that he was even there until we got set up on another bird, on, on them three birds, and when he popped up. But he was coming right at us, and then he he dove into the right on the brush, and then. We just we lost sight of him. Then he popped out probably a hundred yards from us and got with hens. And then we never, we never could find him again. So we, we made another move up on top of the hill, and we had, we actually seen a hen fly up in the tree at like ten thirty in the morning. That's crazy. She well, we, that's I mean, I that's what happened to me the other day when, it, when I was talking about a while ago. These birds <clears throat> they must have flown. They must have flown up there. They must have already come down off of the roost, and then something spooked them back up in the tree or something. That's what because, means. yeah, like those birds that I should I should have shot the one I should have four dead birds right now and I don't. Um, but one of them, they were roosted when you called me. They were up above me in the tree and I had no idea. And like ten o'clock they flew down. I've never seen that as much as I have this year. 
that's the first time. Well, I'm not. This is my really my first year ever. You know, first year taking turkeys hunting serious. But Grant's. I don't think he's ever seen that. But we think she was trying to get away from that gobbler. Okay. I think she, you know that's the one that got hand up. Yeah. And I think she stood up there, probably. 15, 20 minutes just cleaning herself, just moving, moving around the limb, and she finally flew off. And uh, that was pretty much day, that was Wednesday, day day three. Then Thursday, same thing happened. Same same feel, the gobbler was in there again, just not, just strutting back and forth, calling, calling. They just keep strutting, and uh, that was, uh, that was Thursday. And Friday, we went and hunted uh, some of Jared's uh, family's land, which mm-hmm. was uh, probably 35 minutes from Grant's house. And uh, we heard one bird gobble, uh, probably 7.30. And I was going to leave by 9, 9.30, so I won't have to be driving all night. Mm-hmm. And we we heard him gobble. We heard a hen yelp back, and so we knew he was hinned up. And Jared texted me today and said, 30 minutes after we left, his uncle said that Gobbler was 20 yards from where we were sitting at. No way. Yeah. That kind of made me sick. But So that was your last day there? That was my Friday? last day Friday. So, like I said, Monday was a, was the worst weather day but the best hunting. Yeah. And I thought Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday was all prime days. No wind. If any wind, five miles an hour. But we, so, that's kind of a – so, I, you know, I've been turkey hunting for – Actually, turkey hunting, I say it a lot, but, you know, Texas is hard to count. It's hard to count that kind of turkey hunting. You remember, Dad, we'd see 60 turkeys every time we deer hunt. Just, oh, yeah, I mean, tons of turkeys. They were just kind of annoying, you know, and um, and they're not, for whatever reason, Rios just are not as smart. Uh, so I've been hunting Easterns now for five years, and um, I've never, you know, for whatever reason, I just never got into it until I lived in Georgia. And when I moved to Georgia, I was like hooked on it. That first year is kind of like you are this year. I was like, I'm a hunt. I'm hooked. I'm a hunt. And once you start hearing them gobble like that, it's so hard to not go. Like I, th- I'm telling you, dude, there's nothing in this world that maybe frustrates me as much as turkey hunting. And it's because turkeys are just gonna do what they whatever they want to do. I mean, I'm already playing trips for three states next <laughs> yeah. year. Kansas, Nebraska, and Missouri trying to... Because you got to go to a state where they're not... I mean, hard to hunt. Surely there's going to be some bird that's dumb. Yeah, I mean, well, I'm, I'm trying to get a... Uh, I think they call it like a grand slam, try to kill one every yeah. state. I know it's a little high hey, expectation for the first year. You try to kill the all the different subspecies of them. So it's like, well, is that a super slam or is that... I don't know, dude. I think I, the super slam is one in every state that, that has turkeys. I think the grand slam is every... Every, every uh, subspecies. Yeah. So you've got. I don't, I'm not sure about that. You've got you've got Rios, Easterns, Merriams, Osceola, Goulds, and then I think there's another one that has the oscillated turkeys that the blue head that are down in like the South high, America. Uh, I don't know. They're like super colorful. I think they're called oscillated turkeys. Anyway, I didn't um, even have a clue that there was a bunch of different names for them. I just thought there was turkey was turkey was turkey. <laughs> Michael, you're the just only other turkey the I've seen was in a supermarket. <laughs> what would you? How would you compare your first turkey to that first that feeling when you got your first deer? I mean, I oh, mean, yeah, because uh, you were because you were you were well into your high school. Yeah, were you in college when you shot your first deer? No, I was. Uh, we I started hunting when I was 16 because my dad didn't hunt. I, yeah, y'all know that. And uh, 
seven, 18 maybe, 18 was my first, I think it was my first year of college, my first semester, I killed my first, I think it was a doe, my first doe, and the first turkey I killed, well even, let me tell you this, the first turkey I experienced dying is almost trumps my first, my first deer ever, okay, and now the first turkey I kill, it, it trumps the biggest deer I've ever shot. I mean, it's just something wow. with that goblin, and within 20, 30, 40 yards of you, it just it just rattles, it just rattles your soul. The biggest deer you've ever shot? Yes, it is, and it ain't, it ain't very big. It's probably 120, 118 <laughs> or 20 inches. Double. I mean, that's pretty big to but me. But a Jake. That's incredible. Yes, a Jake. A, a Jake, the, the, the experience of having them gobblers. A private land Jake. Well, it's a Jake. <laughs> uh, Jake, uh, yes, I'm. I mean, I mean, it was. I know Michael can't relate, but I'm telling you, Michael, when you hear one gobble at thirty yards, forty yards, you, even just a goblin is just. I don't know. It's just something. I don't. I know you. Yeah, I said, I've heard them gobble. I mean, when I went and filmed for, for Brad, you know, I mean, they were gobbling, but I don't know how far just, was it. Was it? No, it was it was about fifty yards, maybe under fifty yards. I didn't get you just pumped. I mean, a, a little bit. I, I couldn't even talk. I can't talk now, but I couldn't even. <laughs> why did you see the video? I mean, I mean, I don't. I just don't know. I mean, seeing those horns come through, you know, brush when that light's hitting off of them. Now man. listen, listen. I'm I'm talking one eighteen, one twenty inch deer now. Like a hundred sixty inch deer comes out, <laughs> it might change. But or you now I killed a Jake. I had the opportunity to kill two more toms, but. Now, if I, now, killing a tom or 160-inch deer, I'll I'll cross that when I get there. But I don't know. I don't phone's know. ringing. Yeah. I don't know. You big I, duck hunter? Well, that's just the only thing that Apple has that's hunting-related. <laughs> so, but They don't have a gobbler on there? No. If they do, I'm fixing to download one. <laughs> <laughs> but I don't know. What do you think, Parker? Do you do you feel the same? Uh, man, it just depends, dude. So my first, my first Eastern was a Jake. My very first turkey was probably my. Everybody I've been talking to, is first turkey is a Jake. Yeah, well, my first easier. turkey, my first turkey ever, uh, was remember that, remember that. I think it was the opening day of rifle season, in uh, in Texas, our first year on that lease. On B- at Big Lake. At Big Lake, and Morgan, my little sister, came and she she was hunting with you, and I think she shot her first deer, that day, and I shot, I shot a freaking awesome bird with a, like a nine inch beard right in the chest and it just blew him away with my 30 out six you don't remember that I, man i'm old. sitting in the tripod and he was like right underneath me and i just shot him with that 30 out oh six. okay yes 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 so uh so my first bird ever was probably honestly probably my biggest bird ever um but he's a rio um so when i w- moved to georgia that first year turkey hunting out there uh i started off it was a good it was a club, and it was a good turkey club. And I don't know why, I don't know why I decided I wanted to start hunting them. Like, I, it just kind of just something clicked, and I was like, I want to go. So the first day, I remember, it was after our Easter church services um, that day. I didn't even hunt opening day. Like, I wasn't really into it. I was just on this club, and I, I one day after, after our Easter services, I was like, you know what? I got the day off. I'm going to go turkey hunt. I'm going to go try it. So I went and set up on this field where I had seen a lot of turkeys during deer season. And there were gobblers everywhere. 
I mean, they were gobbling on every single side of me, all over the place, under like down in the bottoms, and I just sat there in the field. I was like, okay, they're gonna, they're gonna come up. It's a field. They're gonna be here eventually, and I sat there in that same field with birds everywhere on every side of me, on every ridge around me, and all the bottoms. There's birds all over the place, and I just sat there thinking, okay, let's get ready. They're going to come into this field. They never did, and I sat there all day, never saw a turkey, and was kind of like, what the heck, man? I mean, what happened? And so that got me, man, that got me fired up. I was like, all right, back to the back to the house, going to get on Google. How to, some decoys. How to hunt turkeys. <laughs> That's what I, so would you say you're say? Well, I'm, I'm building that up. Okay, so I'm building that build up. up. So the next time I went, I had read somewhere, it's like, okay, you don't just hunt turkeys by sitting in a, you don't just sit in one spot on Easterns. You, I mean, you got to get, you got to go. It's a run and gun thing. It's not, it's not just sit on a food plot. If you really want to get good at hunting Easterns, you got to learn, you got to learn to go to them and figure out where they're going to go and use terrain features. And I mean, there is a lot of strategy on it. Sometimes they'll walk into a field and you'll be able to shoot them that way. But in my experience, most of them. So the next day I went, um, I had been, dude, I had been practicing my calling. I was using a uh, diaphragm call, which I've never really used one before, but I practiced and I could do a yelp. And I called this bird in from, I could see him on a ridge. I had, I had booked it when I heard his first gobble. And I got down to the property line and I could see him strutting on a ridge when the sun would hit him. The sun would shine shine off of his feathers. And so I just sat down. I was like, okay, well, I don't know. It was on land I couldn't hunt. I sat down, called. He starts coming. And he starts getting closer and closer and closer. Then he stops. He stops gobbling. Well, at this point, I didn't realize that's a good thing. That means he's if he's if he's keeping getting closer and he stops gobbling, he's probably, he's coming. He's probably broke strut and he is coming to you. So I just kind of sat there disappointed, man. And this was the first time I'd ever filmed like, got into filming. I bought a little cheap action camera. And uh, I sat there kind of disappointed. And all of a sudden, I hear the the drumming. And I look Spinning over. Drumming. I look over, and that bird is like 20 yards from me. And he just, just goes crazy. Well. Was, was this a jet? Was, which bird is this? This is a freaking huge tom. Oh, okay. And, and I look over, and I'm kind of down in this little ditch. And I'm, like, trying to move and get my camera done, and he's just standing there, just strutted up. And I can see him out of the side of my eyes. He's perfect. I could shoot him if I could get turned. Well, I didn't know how good turkeys could see. I just yeah. I didn't know. So I just went like that mm. and got close, Got went like that, and he just putted off and ran. They, ran move, they, they move faster than a quail getting bumped up. Oh, yeah. They move quick, That's and it's right. hard to get a shot. Yes. I don't know if you remember me telling you about that day, but it was mm-hmm. like... That moment got me hooked. I shot a Jake at the end of that season. Um, and that Jake, I know I said at some point that's better than any deer I've ever killed. Yeah, I know I said it at some point. Oh, it's, yeah. it's, God, it's, I don't know. I mean, it's, I think it and is. And I've killed a bird every year since then. I've killed Jakes and I've killed some Toms and stuff. I, every year since then, I've killed a bird. But that big old public land buck this year. Yeah, you are pretty happy. It would be hard to top that deer. So at that point in my life, so on this club that I was on in Georgia, the the deer season before that turkey, my first 
ever bird, I shot my biggest deer ever. Even still to this day, that was my biggest deer ever. It's 133 inch, really good deer. Um, and that Jake topped it. Now, the the buck I killed this year, the the eight point, a buck like that on on that piece of land for me and. And then you being there and it being a rutcation camp out trip, and then you getting to come and hang out with us whenever we whenever we came back to camp. That whole experience tops probably any hunting experience I have ever had in my entire life. Like that probably tops all of it. Um, but it's not far away. Man, I'm telling you, turkeys are not far away. Oh, until this year, I would have probably said, yeah, it. it it, it's topped most of my deer experiences. It's just something about it. Them calling back to you and what the, what, what it's I, like elk what I, like, what I like about it is every day's new. I mean, like, when when you like when the deer stand, you gotta sit there, you know, five six hours hoping something's come is gonna come by or come to your corn corn pile for the people who can relate. But turkeys, you you can call them and they can talk back. So you it's like a just running gunning all day long. That's, that's why they're frustrating though. Yeah, too. yeah, they they it's because like yesterday I never saw that bird, never saw him one time. If I would have been sit deer hunting, there could have been a hundred and fifty inch deer that walked just on the ridge opposite from me, and I never knew never he was knew. there. And that's I just, what pisses you off. I just you know say, there. I just say, well, deer weren't moving today. They could have been moving, but if the turkeys are gobbling, I could I should have freaking killed one. You know what I mean? Yeah. That's why they're so frustrating, um, I, and that's why it's so satisfying when you kill one. I mean, it's it's crazy. I'm already going to spend more time than turkey, in more time in the turkey woods next year in different states than I am I've ever deer hunted. But I'm trying to get some people to go with me if Parker just take that leads off. Leads me to a question. Can I ask this question? Yep. Go ahead. Come on. I want to ask the question. You you went to West Virginia. Yeah. What's Mountain the, Mama. Mountain Mama. Yeah. Go Mountaineers. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what um. What is the cost of a uh, of an out of state turkey license in West Virginia? Uh, let me. Uh, I think it's one sixty nine. It depends if you have permission to hunt the private land. Yeah. Let's see what it is here. Let me get my. Let me have my. My money. You don't just have like an estimated. I think cost. it's. I think it's one sixty nine. But I'm gonna tell you what all you get with that one sixty nine. If we got time. Yeah, we got time. Uh, they make you buy a base license, which is three dollars. A non-resident is thirteen. A non-resident hunting and trap is one nineteen. Non-resident national forest. I don't know why I bought that. I think they sucked me into that one at two dollars. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, they got me on that one. And non-resident turkey hunting is thirty-two dollars, one sixty-nine. And that that covers that covers deer hunting also. That covers. So that's your deer tag too. Yes, that covers three bucks. I'm, I'm sorry, three turkeys, two in the spring, one in the fall, and that one tag covers one buck. Now you can buy additional tags for the gun. Well, this this one tag covers a gun, a, a gun buck, and then you can buy another gun buck. I think it's 42 or $45, I'm not sure. But then if the county you hunt offers a bow tag, you can buy a bow tag for $32. So you can almost, you can kill three bucks if the county allows you to well that's that's pretty cheap that is for, for, under for deer yeah and turkey yeah that's pretty incredible i think it yeah 250 you know high number 250 and then plus i stayed with grant at his house so i so everybody could do that 
Everybody can stay with well, I don't know about all that, but, I mean, we could put you up somewhere. We could, we got, there's plenty of land up there. <laughs> He's like, we could put you up at. <laughs> there's plenty of land up there. But, I mean, so this, this trip costs me probably 400 bucks up there. And just in Texas, the out-of-state license is $400. Now, and there is no such thing in Texas now as a seven-day license or a 10-day license. That's why I was going to ask you but if they offer that. It, you they, you got to buy the whole thing. But for 169 and especially if you just go turkey hunt two birds, that's that's pretty cheap. That's, and Texas don't even have really much private or uh, public land that you can hunt. Not much. So if you, you're going to go and spend... Your three hundred and sixty whatever dollars on a license. Then I mean, you there are some places where you can public land hunt, but not many. So you're not even including the amount that it would cost to find a place to even hunt at. Yeah. West Virginia's got plenty of oh, public there's land. Tons. I, I, that Most was... states, I, I think people really like when I started hunting public land, my whole world opened up because my mindset was always, well, I can't go hunt can't hunt Kansas. How am I going to afford an outfitter in Kansas? You start hunting public land, and you're like, all the opportunities are in Kansas that any outfitter could do if you have a little bit of a little bit of smarts, do your research, so um, want to. and know how to deer hunt. Yeah, you can kill a big deer in Kansas, um, Kentucky. I mean, yeah. we went up to Kentucky my first year to ever go to Kentucky and saw more big deer that on that you know. However many days it was that I was in Kentucky, I saw more bucks than I saw all season in Alabama. Was it your first year, Mike? No, I went the year before I did a solo trip. Oh, up, yeah, I remember, I remember that now. Yeah, I did that solo trip. I went up there by myself, and I stayed four days, I think, something like that. I think I was telling y'all, because I knew that was your first trip. You'll see more deer in that one in you know that one scouting trip we done. Oh yeah. I told y'all on the way up there but you already and knew. And I didn't that. do the rut hunt either. I just did the early season. Early season. I thought you already knew but I was telling Parker that you see more deer deer on this one trip than you will see in Alabama all year. Probably two years combined. But frustrating oh, yeah. here. Yeah, yeah. That trip was frustrating. Easily. Oh, I mean it's about, I've been going for five four or five years, you know, before I met Parker and Michael and they talked about going and I was all for it and something I work came up I never could get to go, but I went with a the early season scouting trip and there's a lot of deer in them fields wasn't there yeah you filmed that big one yeah but the 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 reality is what i was saying is is like you could do it is not a, a crazy thing to think about going to other states you hunt public land especially now you had a connection where you could hunt the private land yeah but it, you i mean we could have gone up if we went up for a week we probably got on birds on public land yeah. And you, and you spent 169 bucks to go do that and you can deer hunt it. <laughs> yeah. You can go deer hunt it during yeah. the fall. There's so, your value. Yeah. That's crazy. I mean, yeah, what do we pay in in Kentucky 260, I think, to go up there and you get a buck tag and a doe tag yep. or two doe tags. I think it's 290. I pay 260, I'm pretty sure. Is that yeah. you, Oh, uh, the, they just charged you 290. They char- yeah, you paid it. Uh, he probably I, bought I a he probably bought an extra <laughs> national forest. <laughs> <laughs> I bought twenty of them. I bought twenty of them. <laughs> Two dollars a piece. They have a, they yeah. have they have normal price and then they have ginger prices and the so, ginger prices are usually a little they rate more, me on that one a little steeper. Yeah, uh, uh, yeah. Like you say, it's crazy why cheap you can go. Yeah, I, I think I sent you and Michael a list on the turkey cost. Yeah, in, in Kansas, Nebraska. One of them and, was like one hundred and sixty bucks. Yeah. Was it Nebraska? You, you can kill. Uh, yeah, you know that was a uh, Kansas. Kansas was one oh nine. 
was one hundred birds. That's for you know one hundred nine each. So you can okay. kill you can kill three birds. I pay hundred bucks to kill birds. Yeah. <laughs> so really, you you could kill three, four, five. You kill six birds for five hundred fifty bucks, and that's then crazy. extra tags, and then camp DIY camp out, and then gas. You know how much people pay for a lease? Way more than five hundred six, yeah. five hundred whatever dollars. And I, and I, yeah, that's, that's crazy. Right. I'm, I have a, a friend, uh, a guy I go to church with. His name's Randy. This dude's a turkey killer. Last year, at this point in the season, last year he had watched nine birds die. Um, mm-hmm. he, he himself had limited out, and yeah. he had watched. I mean, put other people on birds. He hasn't killed a single bird this year. Um, now he's going on a trip to Kansas here in a couple of weeks, and he's gonna he'll kill a bird. Yeah, but he has not killed a single bird this year, and this guy, I, the way he actually said it was, "I'm hunting them like I'm retired." <laughs> he's like, he's like, I'm going out a lot. He pays, he pays good money to get on turkey leases and stuff. Hasn't killed a single bird, and there's guys getting it done on public land and didn't. He's like, man, I'm about to just start. He hunts up there where we were talking about where Kevin hunts National Forest. Well, that's, that's, that's there's like... only three of those, so you're really bringing down the options even when well... you say National Forest. Sorry, uh, but yeah, that area he hunts that WMA. That well, area. you know, that's like you, Kevin. He's killed he's killed four birds now. My other buddy, uh, Taylor, he's killed five. He's four on the national forest, and I mean it's I mean people's taking out on public land. I mean it's yeah. I mean you different. can do it, you can do it, and and the same goes with deer. So people listening to this, you know, I mean don't get discouraged if if your lease didn't work. I wish I would have learned this so long ago. Saving I, a lot of money. I wish I would have learned this a long time ago. That if if you're not seeing deer on your club or whatever, find somewhere. There's somewhere else you can hunt, and you don't have to pay anything to hunt it. There's public land out there. That's, I mean, that's really what our whole podcast is based on. We really highlight public land a lot. Um, and I think we all kind of have that same opinion. Like, it takes a whole lot of pressure off of you. I remember every year, about this time of the year, I'd be like, where am I going to come up with a thousand dollars to get on a, on a hunting club? Like, where am I going to come up with this money? And now I'm going to pawn shop. Yeah. <laughs> going to pawn shop. I, I don't know why I pointed you, but I don't know, I don't know why I pointed you, Randall. But I don't know. You, <laughs> you look like a pawn shop. I, don't, I, don't know. I was going to point at Michael. But I bet on Michael all night, so I thought I'd go with the, the Reverend. Hey, speaking of Reverend, uh, our buddy Joey Bell killed oh, he, another bird he's today. Hot. He's on. He's on fire right now. He's in Nebraska. He took a bachelor party. He's getting married like in a couple weeks. And him and his buddy, they both killed two birds in Nebraska mm. for his bachelor party. I'm, a, why oh, did so not you think you about kill three birds in Nebraska? Huh? You can kill three? Yeah. He's already yeah. killed two. He's okay. Killed two. I didn't know that. Yeah, they're, and they're uh, Merriam's up there. They're pretty. They're, 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 they're good looking birds. Yeah, they're pretty birds. That's what I'll be next year, Randall. Thank you. <laughs> I hope we can go. I mean, hope we all can go. I hope Easter. Doesn't fall at a weird time. Yeah. Uh, that's what I was gonna say. You know, a lot of people. I didn't get to hunt last week at all. Like the just the nature of my job being a pastor. Last weekend was the biggest day in church. Like Easter Sunday. That's yeah. you have more people in church. More people do it. I mean, and you you stay busy all week, and so it really like just kind of threw a wrench in the turkey hunting plans. Um, once I found out that it was going to fall right in the middle of it. So uh, I really wanted to go with you guys. Uh, Grant and Jared are awesome, awesome dudes. I really wanted to go with them, but uh, it didn't work out. 
But I'm glad you got one, man. Oh, I am too. It was, it was a, I, I was ready to get back, and I, like I said, I hunted Easter Sunday morning, and I, like, like I said, I didn't hunt you all day. In church? Listen, Randall, I didn't hunt all day. Now, <laughs> I, I got, I left early, which, Lord be with us, I left early. <laughs> I left early. I got home, got my family up. We we went and ate, and we went and ate my uh, at the church. Yeah, uh, Easter <laughs> Easter uh, breakfast. And uh, no, I'm sorry, that's not a lie. We didn't go to eat church. We went to eat my get together, my mom and dad. Yeah, yeah, Huddle House. Well, that's close. Huddle, There's a lot of people call that church. That's some good food. That's some good food. That's, some good that's where you hypocrites go. I don't, I don't get going down that road tonight, Randall. So, but that's well, we went and ate with my family. But like I said, I, I was ready to get. I killed that bird on Monday, which. Sunday, I'd rather get back in the woods. I, got, I come home Friday. No, I could, yeah, Friday night late. I went to work, worked all day Saturday, and went hunting Sunday. And I, like I said, I put in some time this year in Turkey Woods. But, yeah. All but, right. Uh, so we're gonna wrap this up. We're, yeah, we're gonna wrap it up. I want you to tell me one thing that you have learned this year. So really quickly, one thing about turkey hunting that you've learned, like that you're gonna go in next year and it's gonna help you become a better turkey hunter. Uh, be be a better woodsman. Yeah, that's probably it. Probably, I would say it probably applies more in turkeys than it does. Yes, in, by far. In deer. just knowing where they're going, where they want to go, why they're there. So my next next year is going to be a better woodsman. That's my goal. I was thinking about this. Um, do you guys have anything else you want to ask Tyler about his? Come on, Michael. Now? I know you're itching over there. Say something. <laughs> I'm good. And then also, I want Michael to hunt turkeys next year with us. I would like that. I want more. him to, to it go. It is nice having a guy, though, that... Like, Michael's asking... Hey, is down for film, and I've he, asked y'all if I, if y'all want me to film. No. What you've been asking lately is, y'all want to go fishing? Listen, no, when you turkey listen, season. I didn't when start posted, fishing until this week. I've only post, asked you this week. When you post that picture of that bass during turkey season, oh, my... I wanted to go off, but I thought, well, he's 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 struggling. I mean, he he, he ain't struggling. Doing, he I ain't been. He ain't doing much. Right up in the he ain't he getting pissy now. So he, he ain't been doing much for him and daddy. You dad go with you? Where fishing? Yeah, yeah. So he's the one that's got the bass boat. His daddy took him fishing. To <laughs> Johnny's daddy taking him fishing, and it was cute. That picture was cute on Instagram, and I. Yeah. <laughs> I'm sorry. Okay, go ahead, Parker. Wrap okay, up. so um, so this is one thing that I learned, okay? I was thinking about this yesterday. Uh, I don't know if y'all know. I- I'm sure there's some turkey hunters out there that will relate to me in this. I cannot stop thinking about that bird yesterday morning slash afternoon. I can't quit. I can't get it out of my mind because it- uh, turkeys are different. Like, when you screw up a shot on a deer, I don't feel like I don't think about it as much as I do with a turkey. Mm. Um, not for as long. Like, I'm telling you, that bird I was just talking about that when I was in Georgia that I called in, I think about it still. Like, I think about it hard. You're about to say something. You know that that when me and you and my son-in-law, Caleb, when we went fishing, Lake Tyler, mm-hmm. and, I, and I hooked him to that, 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 big old, that big old fish, I think about that fish every time I, and I go to that same spot. I mean, you know, <laughs> still gonna go catch that fish. I'm gonna catch that alive. fish, but that was a double-digit fish. I, it was I a mean, big fish. it was it, it was literally. I was reached out with the net to get it like that. I mean, and it was like he was 
just bring it over. The problem was he he lifted up the line or the pole just a little bit too much and put all of the weight on the fish. Oh God! And it and it was just like barely stuck in the top of his. Y'all lip. lose it. We were within inches of having that it was fish. A, it was a ten plus pounder. And 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 it, I think about it every time. Every it was like time. this. So so when you talk about missing a turkey. I think sometimes some of our misses, even in deer hunting or turkey or in life, some of those misses are some of the things that stay with us forever. Oh, yeah. I mean, they just stay there. you going to preach, aren't you? I could. That's I could get after Lord it right now. <laughs> I got a crowd. <laughs> right here. You gotta... <laughs> I, I'm like 10 people. I'm like 10 people here. So, I got all different personalities. So, so I, I was thinking about this on my way home because, I, I mean, it was tearing me up. I felt good overall. It's not like I didn't miss the bird. I never had a shot. But, I mean, there's nothing that I could have done different. Like, there's nothing. I, I, I'm thinking about it now. I would have done everything. If that happened tomorrow, I would have done the exact same thing. I can't say that there's anything that I would have done differently. But going into every single season, so I, I shot that first bird five years ago or whatever. Um, probably a little bit of luck that he came out when he did. Probably the next year was a little bit of luck. I called a couple more turkeys in. Um, the, the year after that, uh, I, I shot a Jake again that year. But I shot at two toms and on opening day, and uh, I had left my turkey. I had bought the wrong loads. I'd bought three and a half inch on accident, and so I was in the woods turkey hunting with birdshot, and uh, like the two and three quarter inch or whatever. And dude, I shot, <laughs> I shot at so many birds that day. But I had opportunities. If I would have been prepared, if I would have been knowing what I was doing, really, I would have shot. A good bird on that day. It was just one of those situations. The next year I shot a bird. Last year I shot a bird um, that was um, my first public land bird, and he was a good, a good solid tom. I shot him on opening day. Had like a couple more chances maybe at some birds that I messed up. Um, this year I shot that bird, missed a missed one on a new piece of public land, got busted by one at ten steps. Uh, then today, yeah, then, yesterday. Then yesterday. So basically, what I'm trying to say is, is that every single year is a progression. Like, it's not, it's not just oh, I'm getting lucky on birds. I didn't just go and walk in the woods. And I know how to kill turkeys. No, now. you know you don't get lucky on turkeys. No, you. It's really hard all. to get on public land, especially. Yeah. Oh yeah. On private land, if you got fields and stuff, yeah. you can you can get lucky. Field on decoy, them. bring them in. Yeah. You can get lucky. But but on public land, I really don't think you get lucky. I think Much. you could put a decoy in the field and not call and then kill oh, easily. One, and kill yeah. one. It, it, mean, it's happened. Yeah. It's... But but so what I'm saying is, is this progression of being a turkey hunter, and it, I guess it, it is in deer as well, but I was I was just thinking to myself, you know, five years ago, I've deer hunted my whole life. As long, I mean, since I was seven years old. It's the first time we went out, and I was hooked immediately. So that's a lot of years of of learning how to deer hunt. Failure brings learning. Yeah, and lots of failure in that. <laughs> lots of failure. But when you're young, too, you don't always realize that you're learning things. But until you're, you know, 18, 20 years old and you're hunting on your own, you live away from your family, you're no longer hunting with dad, and you're still being able to be successful. That's when you learn all those things. They stuck with you. You learned You learned some, some things. Um, as a turkey hunter this year, being probably 
I'll say my fifth year of being a, a turkey hunter and a diehard, you know, serious turkey hunter. Um, man, I've had more opportunities this year than I ever have. And, and I don't think it's a coincidence. I think it's just because I've been out there learning. Thing I, I, I do like about turkey season is you can take every single time you go out and you can learn something from it. You can. Every time, you, whether you hear a gobble or not, you can go out. I can't say the same thing is always true with deer hunting. Sometimes you're just sitting in a tree. You're going to one spot. You're going to one spot. But you can learn something about the environment. You can learn something about plants. You can scout deer sign. You can scout turkey sign. Why are they here? I mean, there's so many things you can learn during the springtime in the woods. Um, so if you're not turkey hunting, if you're scouting or something, springtime is a great time to learn like what what's going on around you when you're talking about woodsmanship. Yeah. Uh, uh, I'm going to say something else, too. Like yeah. my, my dad, has, he wasn't really a big hunting guy, but since I've killed that Jake, and he's he's interested in going turkey hunting now. He's oh, cool. he, he's, he's wanting to hunt. He he just, he just don't get excited about sitting in a stand all day. But, I, you know, I tell him you can move, you can you, you can be mobile, call. So I think the last day of the season we're going to try to go to a piece of public and hunt. He's he's pretty fired up And that will be some of the best days oh, yeah. of your I'm, life. Because you never got to hunt with him before ever. No, we, awesome. we went one time when I was, I'm going to say maybe 10, but it was just a – just get out of the truck and go get back in. It, it wasn't, it wasn't like a, you know a real hunting trip. But other than that, no, he's he. I don't think he's ever stepped in the woods again since that. Well, since that, wow. but but he's he's wow, he's awesome. seen some pictures, some videos, and turkeys, and you know up West Virginia and then Kevin's bird too. And so that's uh, he, he's he's wanting to go. So well, Michael yeah. showed us that picture. Mike Pike showed us that picture a while ago of of a big old bass that he caught out out at the lake. Oh yeah, on Smith. But you were with your dad. Yeah, man, that just that fired me up. Yeah, me and Parker went fishing today, and he outfished me bad. I mean, he just he just hey, killed I, me fishing I today. I caught ten fish in like two hours today. <laughs> so, but but, but your dad is a big hunter though, ain't he? Yeah, my dad is. Yeah, so yeah, yeah I, he's I, I, the one that got me into it. So, yeah, we those have all are those great memories. Days. Oh, yeah. Yeah, those are I'm hoping I'm hoping my the, the turkey bug bites my dad so he can go with me because I I hate going by myself. I like turkey hunting with somebody yeah. else. I mean it's. I go by and, myself so much, and I hope I hope it it really bites him. He can start going with me. But what I was going to get to is, uh, do you plan on going out anymore, Parker? Yeah, we're you? planning. Me and Dad are going to hopefully try to go. We're going to go knock one down. No, I'm going to. I'm going to hunt some some uh, private land. So, uh, Michael, you can eat that up. But uh, I'm going to hunt some private down south with my buddy Rick, and uh, he's he's already killed three this year. So that's where I'm going this next weekend, the last weekend. But other than that, I'm. Then me and my dad, we might go. Well, he's going last day if I got to make him. He's already talked about it now. He's gonna got my hopes up, <laughs> so he's going whether he likes it or not. So, but he's he's he wants he wants to shoot he wants to shoot crap, and uh, that's what he, he wants to. He wants to he See, wants, you're just hoping it's a Jake or a I'm top hoping dog, it's not a hen. I mean, I'm just hoping it's got some kind of woodchuck. Wood I don't care if he shoots a, a damn squirrel in the woods. As long, as long as he likes it, you know what I mean. As long as he. As long as he's out there with me, so I. But other than hey, that, how long was the beard on your Jake? Uh, five, make five and a quarter. Five and a quarter. Five and That's a quarter. Not That's, That's not bad. That's not bad. Did he have little nubs for spurs? Yeah. Uh, it, it, it wasn't even a point, you know. Yeah, it's just like yeah, it's just like a little rounded, yeah. little rounded nub. And uh, I'm gonna start my necklace with that one. Yeah. Necklace going, and uh, 
I got on. Uh, I'm gonna try to get me a plaque for my fan and all that. Try to do, do it right for, for my first turkey. So. Well, don't leave it outside because stupid dogs will come up and get it. Oh, I know, but I, I I've, I've enjoyed this first turkey season. I really have. I learned a lot, and I'm already counting days for next next season. So. Dude, it's been good. It's been a good one. Yeah, it's, it's good now. I really hope Michael wants to go with us next year because he keeps putting us off. Yeah, that's true. I'm just kidding. He's not putting it off. He won't. Some of us have to work on the weekend. Oh, yeah, so. Michael's schedule doesn't really oh, work out the way yeah, that most does. people's do. Maybe, does by, maybe this time next year, Michael can be full-time doing whatever he wants to do, not his current job. I might, I, I'll probably be good just with filming, y'all, honestly. Uh, it just, I don't know. It just, just don't, don't get me excited. Your no. Pickle? No. Well, now I'll film y'all turkey hunting. Y'all can come different film strokes for different folks. I guess <laughs> yeah. that's what you can say. I mean, well, wait, always, well, you like fishing. I that's one I, thing. No, I really like fishing. To be honest, I, I hate do like fishing, fishing too, for real. <laughs> <laughs> Especially on Smith Lake, it sucks. Oh, listen, Michael Pike is a bad hunting machine. He kills big bucks. That's what he likes to do. That's, that's, that's Michael Pike. There's a lot of guys like that. Yeah, I like, that, I like, that's just, I like just honed into one thing. Big I just bucks. like being out out in the woods, really, and and filming or you know hunting for deer. I, I, I don't know. Just the strategy thing. Just I, I don't know. I'm going to figure it out. One Mike's day. a real tactical guy. He he loves tactics. Too. He, he does. He, yeah. he, he does. That's but, okay. That's good. Oh, he's a big boy. Hey, listen. I, we need to find a friend that doesn't like to deer hunt. But likes to turkey hunt, and we can have that friend film us during deer season, and then we can have Michael, Michael film, film maybe during we can turkey just put, season. Maybe we can just put Tyler on a couple more turkey before the end of the season, and he can become our. <laughs> oh, our, yeah, yeah. Maybe he's hunter. just gonna quit deer hunting. He's just gonna be a, our cameraman for deer season. I, I would never quit deer hunting, but it's I I really do enjoy turkey hunting. I is I, I would rank turkey hunt over deer hunting right now. Really? Uh, yes. Oh, yes. By far. Uh, there's times I've said it, but I think but overall, when, when, whenever when, we get down to it, I love the deer hunt. When November gets here in Kentucky, I'll be you know, deer over turkey. <laughs> but once once uh, Jan- then, February 10th hits, I'll be. I turkey. can't wait until turkey season's over. Like I'm ready for a nice. I'm, I'm ready to start. I'm ready to start scouting. My wife's on me hard, and uh, probably divorced before turkey season's <laughs> in. So. Mike, you got an extra room? I live in the basement. <laughs> I don't. I mean, I'm. But so it's it's been fun. It's been a fun year. I'm glad I got to kill Jake. Yeah. And maybe I'll get to kill another one this this. Uh, hey, this kill weekend. another Jake. Hey, I'll, I'll, I'll tag out on Jake. Yeah, I'll tag. I will tag next year. I will kill a Jake every day. Every day of turkey season, if I could. If I saw a Jake for the first five days of turkey season, I, I would, would be, be tagged. I'd be tagged out. Tagged out. I don't give a shit. I don't give a crap. <laughs> I don't give a crap. I mean, See, it's just that's how good it is. right there, right? That's good. He's making progress. I just don't progress. give a crap. I mean, as long as it got a beer and it's legal, and as long as they excite me. Coming. Hey, did you eat it? Yeah, we, I ate it tonight. Did it's you delicious, isn't it? Listen, my wife, my wife is struggling at home, y'all. She, <laughs> she's working long hours, and she just don't go go to the grocery store like she needs to. I was out of milk and egg eggs, and I couldn't I couldn't fry them. Oh, you didn't get to fry? Nah, we grilled them. And I, they was good. I, I had a lot, of, a lot of seasoning, but they was good. My wife, she enjoyed it, and uh, so we ate them, and it, it was it was good. My even my little my two year old son ate ate some wild turkey, so maybe, maybe he's hooked now. So if my dad can't hunt with me, maybe he will. Yeah, so that's awesome. Well, but, boys, there's pizza in there, and it's getting cold. Is this where the music's going to start yeah. coming on on the the podcast? Uh, 
So if you're yeah. wondering if we can get back on what we were talking about earlier, we can. Because he's going to cut this out. <laughs> Jessica. Jessica. Let's get back Jessica. to Jessica. One of the Jessica. All right. Well, that is going to be it for this week's episode of the Southern Ground Hunting Podcast. I hope you guys really liked that. It was a lot of fun. Um, I always love when we can just kind of sit around and, and talk about hunting a little bit. Always really cool when my dad can be a part of it as well. Uh, he's a guy that kind of taught me everything that I know and uh, really – um, inspired me to to get out in the outdoors and uh, man that just brings a, another great point if you have kids if you're a dad please take them outside go and do something whether it's fishing or hunting or I know a lot of you guys probably hunt for morel mushrooms or just anything anything to get kids out outside and um, to instill a passion for the outdoors in them and it is so good it's so beneficial um, so go and do that, man. I can, I can tell you 100%. I would not be doing what I do now if it were not for my dad. And uh, and man, it's just we had we've had so many good times together. I really believe that we're closer together because of the time that we got to spend in the outdoors. So if you're a dad, man, take your kids outside. Let them let them have fun. Let them mess up your hunts. Let them mess up your fishing. Whatever you have to do to instill that passion in them, do that, man. That is so so stinking important. Um, but I do want to say congratulations to our buddy Tyler. Tyler uh, really earned that turkey that he shot. I know that this is going to be one of those uh, kind of catalyst moments for him, where where uh, man a lifetime worth of worth of good times is gonna is gonna come out of this moment. Um, so, anyways, that's gonna be it for this episode. As always, big huge thanks to our partners at Onyx Maps, at Tethered, at Newbreed Archery. At Go Wild, use the code all one word, all lowercase Southern Ground um, to receive fifty dollars off of your bow with Newbreed. Um, so that's going to be it. All right. As always, if you're going to be in the woods this weekend, just remember that God gave you dominion over the birds of the air, the fish of the sea, and the beasts of the earth. So go out and just exercise that dominion. We will talk to you next time. <laughs>